0: you will outgrow your target audience or you'll outgrow the service or the problem that you solve for that audience. That happens time after time, 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 after time time again, until you get to a point, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years later, where it's like, this is all we sell, right? And even when that's all that you sell, then you start to get broad and you start to branch out and you start to expand the scope, but it all starts very, very focused, like niche specific right great day great day you are listening to the Jerisha said podcast having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough look it may not be easy but it can be simple In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge-snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer turned online high-ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk about automation and systems for a second. Seriously, isn't it about time that you stop manually doing everything in your business? If you're in the business of booking clients, there are certain tasks that you have to repeat often. Booking discovery calls, scheduling coaching sessions, and doing follow-up touch points. If you are repeating a task over and over again in your business, you should automate it. Acuity Scheduling is my favorite system, not just because they sponsored today's episode, but because they help me automate all of those client interactions. With Acuity Scheduling, you'll never ask what time works for you again. Clients can quickly view your real-time availability, and it even integrates with your Google Calendar. And they can self-book their own appointments, reschedule with a click, and even pay online. You can even use Acuity Scheduling to book appointments on social media. You heard me right. With your Facebook business page or IG's booking button, your followers are literally just a click away from scheduling through your social media profile. Seriously, I could go on and on about how easy Acuity Scheduling makes it for me to keep up with my clients despite my busy schedule. But what's even better than me telling you is you seeing for yourself. For a limited time only, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free. No credit card required. Just go to AcuityScheduling.com backslash Hawk Hustle to check it out for yourself. That's AcuityScheduling.com backslash Hawk Hustle for your free 45-day trial. Go get on it. yo. Yo. Happy Sunday, guys. Hello, hello. Um, I am Jerisha Hawk. If you are new here, if you are a regular, welcome back. Welcome back to the Hawk hustle. I am a high ticket sales coach and digital business consultant. I help people like you take the skills you already have and package them into a service that you can sell. But I wanted to come on and uh see if there was something I could do to help. I, I figured I could answer a question or See if you guys had any Q&A you wanted to do. But recently, somebody inside of my services that sell program was asking me, how do I know if my signature service is specific enough? And I figured, you know, I answered the question there, but I figured it might be beneficial for me to answer it here because you may be struggling with the same thing. Um, This is stuff that, you know, I was teaching my students. And um, this is probably one of the m- most challenging thing that students inside of my program Uh, services that sell struggle with. And a huge reason as to why they enroll in services that sell is because they haven't yet clarified or got a grasp around what their service should be, what their offering should be. And they have a tough time if they are aware of it. How do I now sell it consistently? Like, How do I work on my positioning? How do I leverage live video to be able to attract and convert clients on a consistent, repeatable basis? Like, Those are the two biggest struggles that our students have is how do I pick what my service to be? How do I know if it's specific enough? And then how do I sell it consistently? Those are the two big, big struggles. But I was sharing with our students the importance of picking a signature service. And I wanted to just share kind of the advice that I gave them what I'm gonna give to you. Before going to that, I wanna share, I was just talking to my fiance about Walmart. We were talking about who the wealthiest family in the world is. And I was like, the world? I'm like, I have no idea who that is. And he's like, it's the Walmart family. They are the wealthiest family in the world. They're worth over like a hundred and something billion dollars. And they only own half of Walmart. And I was like, bruh, you've got to be kidding me. Like these guys only own half of this company and it's worth over like 160 or 190 billion dollars. Like that's insane um and we were just talking about like you know Walmart is obviously a ridiculously large company um and kind of when you go into Walmart I'm like they cater to like the lower middle class or like the poverty industry like they they cater to like the lower middle class of America and you know we were just talking about how broad of a scope their business is like there is a huge like building when you go into Walmart and Walmart sells a million different things like anything that you could need to get through your day, you can go into Walmart and buy. And we were just talking about how when businesses today try to start a business where they're trying to be a Walmart in the sense that they're building a business that they sell everything, they're catering to everyone, um, why it doesn't work. And I was like, dude, Walmart didn't start selling everything under the sun. Like if you look at Whole Foods, Whole Foods didn't start like with, they didn't start their business with how we see them today. Like, you know, even if you look at Whole Foods, like Whole Foods first started their business in Texas with like, they only sold organic food. Like they only sold a very, very, very specific product to a very, very, very specific person. That's how they started. Like, right, Amazon. Amazon didn't start being like the online, I don't know, like, e- like e-commerce business that it is today. Like they started selling one thing and they did it very, very well. And they had a very specific Ideal client in mind when they started. And then, like, you know, as time has evolved and as business grew, they constantly were making these reiterations, right? I think a lot of the time in business, I have to remind my students of this too, and even myself, that like you're not starting over. You're pivoting and evolving. It's just like a butterfly, or you look at like how the human species has evolved over time. You don't die right? You don't like, you're not starting over. You're just evolving to the next version of yourself. Like you're evolving into, like it's, it's, it's a series of stages of evolution and business is very much the same thing. Like if you look at any business that you admire, I highly recommend, like, look at how they started. What did they sell first? What did they sell second? How do they pivot and and adjust? What were the reasons that caused them to to shift their market, to shift their audience, to shift the offer that they sold? And one thing that you notice a lot of the time, too, is you will outgrow your target audience or you'll outgrow the service or the problem that you solve for that audience. That happens time time after 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 time again until you get to a point, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years later, where it's like, this is all we sell, right? And even when that's all that you sell, then you start to get broad and you start to branch out and you start to expand the scope, but it all starts very, very focused, like niche specific, right? And I have to remind myself that too, as I'm building my business, but that's probably one of the things that I am like a broken record about for my students inside of services that sell is because we can forget how like, a year in business is nothing, right? Like get a decade into business and like that, then you're like, you're still like, like okay, welcome out of childhood. Like welcome to teenage years. Like you're still young and we can be so impatient. And like, and I think a lot of it is just uh, mixing our ambition. Like we can be so ambitious that we can, it can come off as the way it like, it presents itself to the world and how we show up in our business. It comes off very impatient. Uh, Because it's like, why isn't this happening fast enough? Like, why aren't we moving fast enough? It's like, do you know what you're doing right now? Like, it's not supposed to be fast. And like, if it is fast, it's not sustainable, right? Like, there's always a a flip side of the coin. Like, if you're moving fast, it's typically not sustainable. And like, if you're having exponential growth, that doesn't normally last that long. Like, it's short-lived. So I just want to like caveat that is um as you're in your business and as you're evolving and like things especially in the first three to five years things will change very rapidly your offerings will change you'll be constantly making these like either micro or macro like pivots and adjustments like so it's just accepting that like and realizing that for the next for the first three to five years in business i'm going to be in a constant state of refinement Like I'm constantly going to be molding and changing and shifting and evolving and positioning this different and like adjusting this different and like tightening this and loosening that. Like that's just something you have to accept versus looking at it as, oh my gosh, I'm starting all over. I'm a failure. It's like, no, bro, like you're evolving. Like that's how I was supposed to look. Like it's supposed to change. And if you're not changing, you're probably settling for like mediocrity and complacency, which is like none of us want that, right? Like none of us want that. So it's just imp- I want to just like, caveat this, like to say that like, that's very important for you to realize um, and just come to terms with and like get a grasp of and just be like, OK, for the next three years, I'm not going to be married to anything like I'm going to just be consistently dating, consistently dating. Like I'm going to be going steady with this, but like I know that this is going to change. Um, And be okay with that. My offerings are going to change. How I position is going to change. The language that I use is going to change. How I manage my money is going to change. Like all these things are going to change. And and it's going to change fast. Like probably I'd say every three to six months, I'd say in the first three years of business, you'll notice that. So I just want to caveat that. But how do you know if your signature service is specific enough? And this was kind of the analogy that I used for my students and the services that sell this past week is I want you to think about your, and this is something that we teach in module one, because we help you figure out what your signature service should be, is there is a like an overarching category that your business typically falls within. So there's an overarching category There is a a business niche that you fall within, and then there's a signature service that you provide. So those are all like the three categories on how we help our students figure out what their signature service should be. So if your overarching category might be like I do marketing, or I do like business coaching, or I do I'm a virtual assistant, or I am a graphic designer, or you know the overarching category is like the umbrella that you fall under and that you fall within. Um, And a lot of the time, the thing that I notice of people who are not in services that sell or that may be struggling with this is like, they stop there. They're like, oh, I'm a graphic designer. And it's like, okay, (laughs) like that's not a service, like that's not a problem that you solve. That's an overarching category that you fall within. Or if somebody's like, um, you know, a Financial Planner, okay? Like those are typically the name of your profession, but that's not what you do. It's just a profession that you fall within. Like if somebody tells me I'm an engineer or like I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm an attorney, I'm an accountant, I'm a therapist. Those are the overarching category, okay? Then after you go from overarching category, you go into the subcategory of what's your business niche. And it's like within, it's think about it like college. Like if you go to college, you get a degree in engineering or you go to college to become a doctor, you go to college to become a lawyer, then you have to figure out, okay, what's my specialty? What's my area of focus? Your business niche is your area of focus. So like it's, and you're not even at positioning yet. Like, that's just your area of focus. So like when I was an engineer, that's my overarching category, but then I'm a civil engineer, which is like my area, That that's still probably the overarching category, but that that's an area of focus. But even within an area of focus within civil engineering, you can specialize in structures. You can specialize in transportation. You can specialize in like, Bridge structures, you can specialize in like commercial structure. So you have to figure out like what you have your overarching category, which is like the title of the profession, but then your business niche is like, what is my area of specialty? Where is my area of focus? So like, you know, Danielle Tucker, who she's a student in services that sells, she's a website dev- like she's a website designer, but her business niche is she does, you know, like maybe like WordPress websites. So it gets a little bit more specific, WordPress versus Squarespace versus Wix versus custom built, right? So you wanna get specific on what your business niche is. And then from business niche, you have to develop what is my signature service. And that's where like, um, you have to get very, very clear on what problem do you solve, right? What is the result that you are delivering? And this is where people really, really have a tough time. So, uh, but the example that I used was like food, right? So a business category might be like Mexican food. And then the business niche would be like vegan Mexican food, right? But this is how you know if your offer is specific. Is there a recipe that somebody could follow to get the results? Vegan Mexican food? That's not a recipe somebody could follow to make that dish. That's a—that's the niche that you're in, but that's not the service that you provide. The service that you provide would be like the vegan uh, rice fajita bowl. That's a specific service. Like that's a specific result that you are delivering. So you need to think about your services like on that level of granularity. Like what is my business category? Okay. I'm in the Mexican food. What is my business niche? Okay. I do vegan Mexican food. And then what my signature service is, is the thing. How do you know if it's specific enough? Is there a recipe that somebody could follow to get the results? And if you're like, well, Jay, I just want to make, me- I want to have a Mexican restaurant and we make all Mexican food for everybody. It's like, okay, but are you about to be like a Qdoba and a Chipotle? And if so, like that's a conscious choice that you can make, but realize like you're you're not going to charge high ticket for that. Qdobas and Chipotles are high volume businesses. They're not high ticket businesses. Versus if you're like, uh, there's a restaurant that I love. It's a Mexican and Italian infused restaurant here in Detroit. And it's called El Barzon. Every time we go in there, at minimum, we spend $70 because they're a specialty restaurant. Like they're not just uh, trying to be a jack of all trades. And they've they've specialized their services more granularly than just saying we offer Mexican food here or we offer vegan Mexican food here. So you want to think of your signature services like what's the actual dish being prepared? What's the actual recipe that I'm going to be able, somebody can follow to get this result? That's how you know if you're specific enough. Does that make sense? So like, again, uh, to repeat, this is like there is Mexican food, there's vegan Mexican food as your business niche. And then like your signature service is which one, which recipe are you helping somebody achieve? Like the vegan rice fajita bowl or, you know, the vegan quesadilla. Like what's the specific thing that you deliver? And this is where people have a tough time deciding. Well, which one do I want to do, Jay? I'm like, you got to figure that out. Like that's what, and that's part of our process. We help you figure out which one might make sense, but you need to also realize as you're growing your business that it will change, especially if you're like in business for less than five years. And I'll also say either less than five years or like less than 50 grand in revenue. Because just because you've been in business a long time doesn't mean that you are collecting the data points to make those driven decisions that are metric based, right? Because if you're not getting paid clients, there's a lot of your validation comes through what are people willing to pay for? And this is where like our ego has to be able to be removed and put aside. Because sometimes it's like, well, sometimes we think we're too good to offer a service or like, I'm not doing that. Like, uh uh-uh I'm trying to do this or whatever. And it's like our ego can get in the way of like what the market is actually demanding of us. Like there's the economy, the market in business, it's supply and demand. If there's no demand for what it is that you're trying to supply, either you need to change what it is that you're trying to deliver, or you need to change the market that you're trying to give it to, right? So like, it, it's, it's just the law, like that's just basic economy. Like, I mean, basic, basic economics is like supply and demand, but our ego can get in the way of basic economics because it's like, well, this is what I want to do. And it's like, that might be your passion, but that might not be the best way, like, that might not be the best vehicle for this business. Right. Like that passion of yours may need to just be a hobby. It may not be something that you monetize, or that passion of yours may need to be the thing that you do with the profit that you make from this thing that you're building over here. Or it just may not be the season for you to execute on it. But your your signature service needs to be that specific. And this is where there's differences because there's a ton of different type of vegan Mexican dishes that you can pick and, and prepare. You gotta decide which one are you gonna be on, which one are you gonna be known for doing? And then somebody asks, well, when does positioning come into place? Positioning comes into place after that. So now that you've decided that you're going to be doing the vegan rice fajita bowl, it's like, okay, are you doing white rice, brown rice, quinoa? I don't even know the different type of rice is, but like, that's where the positioning comes into place on why, why do I buy your vegan rice fajita bowl over buying somebody else's? And that's where positioning comes into place. That's where sales comes into place. That's where thought reversal content comes into place. That's where you need to create content that shifts beliefs. like that's the level when positioning takes place after you've drilled down to that level of specificity. Does that make sense? And like that is something that you know people you know you're not gonna learn how to do that by listening to somebody's podcast for free. like you're not gonna learn how to do that downloading somebody's free uh, opt-in because like that level of specificity, like how do we how do we go from you having all these skill sets? all this expertise that you bring to the table, how do we drill that in to figure out, okay, your signature service, your business niche, and then what your signature service actually is. And then from there, now that we know what your signature service is, like that's a process. And like, we have a framework that we teach our students on how to do that drill down. But like most of you guys right now, like you, I just encourage you, do not get comfortable sitting at the overarching category. Like, and also I encourage you that, your skill sets that you have are, bring value to the table. And what I, what the thing that breaks my heart the most when students, when I start working with students or I see people in our free community who aren't, like, don't have the boldness to, like, go all in on themselves is because it can be scary. Like, it can be scary making those decisions in your business and it can be scary navigating that process of the evolution phase of, like, things changing and pivoting and adjusting. Um, it can be scary. But my, the thing that breaks my heart is when people like don't believe they're capable of more. Like they only believe that they're capable of solving that surface level problem. Because if you keep your services that you deliver at that surface level, you will not like, you will have a very difficult time converting clients consistently. And you will have a very difficult time selling your offers. I don't care if they're cheap or expensive because it's, it's too general. And this is why I always say like, stop solving broke people problems. Like many of us default to solving what the basic problem is at like, I want to help people solve one one It's like, like you're better than that. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just saying like, don't make sure that's a conscious choice that you're making and not one that you're defaulting to out of fear or of a limiting belief that you don't feel like you're capable of solving a bigger problem. It's like you are like I did a post the other day in the Facebook group asking um, what degrees you guys had from college. I'm like, we have one of the most educated groups of black women. I was like, good God, like y'all. And some people have like stacks on stacks on stacks of degrees. And it's like, what more do you need to like prove to yourself that you're worthy of going out there solving bigger problems? Like there's all this like this internal stuff that we bring to the table that showcases in our business, where it's like, for whatever reason, we don't think that we're good enough. We don't think that we know enough. Like, we don't think that we have enough credentials or we've gotten enough permission from, I don't know who, to say that we're qualified to go out here and solve these bigger problems and charge bigger money for what it is that we do. Are you ready to have a service that sells? Are you eager to know what to say in your marketing so that prospects actually get how you can help them? Are you committed to doing what's required to take your coaching business to the next level this year? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, Services That Sell. Listen, running your own business comes with a lot of challenges. Converting clients does not need to be one of them. Creating content using live video will guarantee that you stand out from your competition and packaging a high ticket signature service ensures that you attract those high end clients you know, the ones who are ready to invest and eager to do the work. I created a masterclass training sharing the proven framework that hundreds of coaches and consultants have used to grow an audience of qualified leads rather than a list of lurkers. Visit tereshahawk.com backslash raise your rates to register for my next training on how to enroll high-ticket clients. Consistently learn the proven strategy in this simple process I teach inside of my premium program, Services That Sell. And let me tell you, it really does work. Visit JerishaHawk.com backslash raise your rates today. So just, I just, that's something that breaks my heart because many of us are not making that choice consciously. That is a business decision that you can make consciously to say, you know what, I'm solving entry-level problems because I'm playing a volume-based game. That's a business decision that you can make. But many people I notice are not making that decision consciously. They're making that decision based off of limiting beliefs and fear. So I just encourage you like to not let that fear and that limiting belief of I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough or I don't have enough XYZ education to charge high ticket for my services because I'll be God almighty. I know for y'all watching this, for the 99% of y'all watching this, you already know enough right now to charge $2,000, $3,000, $5,000 for your services. You just may not yet have understand how do I communicate the value of what I do and how do I communicate it in a way that uh, other people can understand. There just may be a disconnect and that's just a skill set that you have to learn. And there's a process that and a framework that you can follow to teach you that skill set. That is a skill set. But just because you don't know how to communicate the value doesn't mean that you don't have value that you bring to the table. Just because you don't know yet, yet how to package your skill set into a service you can sell, doesn't mean that you don't have the skills that are worthy of selling. Like it's just a skill set that you have to learn how to package your offer, how to communicate the value, and how do I sell it? Those are skills that you learn. So I just want to encourage you on that one because that that breaks my heart when I see that happen far too often, especially for women and people of color. I see it happen way too often with us. And it's just like it's just a choice, like it, and you and it's a skill set that you can learn. It's just an area of development that you can invest in yourself in. Just like you you invested in your education and the training and the coaching and the teaching for you to learn the skills that you have. This is just one more skill you can go learn. How do I sell? And sales is it's a dynamic. Subject (laughs) because, like, even like you know, uh, before you can even really be great at selling, that drill down needs to happen first. But we need to get clear on what is your overarching category, what is your business niche, what is your signature service within that, right? We need to first figure out what's on your menu and what's the recipe to cook the dish that you're delivering. Like, we got to get clear on that before we can even think about the. How do we now position it? How do we communicate the value? It's hard to communicate value when you just over here playing in this overarching category. I feed people. I feed them what? Like, we gotta, we gotta drill down. So there, there's like, there's levels to this. And this is why this past week I've been really talking about you need to do the work behind the work. Like, this is the stuff that you're not gonna get in the free content, guys. I don't care how many podcast episodes. Like, I'm giving y'all the tea right now. And like, we go, I'm going to let a, a level of depth that like, like I, I should have a donation button up right now if I'm being honest. Like, y'all y'all sending a couple of dollars to the Hog cussle because she didn't give us the tea today. Like, but you're not gonna get this for free. You're not. Like, because this is this is valuable. Like, this is like that's a golden nugget, a key, a, a framework, a process that will help you make money. Right? And uh, so that's just what I got to say on that. Like, but I, I just felt compelled because I'm like, man, I, that's like the number one question people ask. is, Jay, how do I know if my service is specific enough? I'm like, let me just go ahead and just give the tea. I'm going to save this live stream because this is a, the most frequent question we get asked. And that's how you do it. Like you have got to be comfortable drilling down. You have to like believe in yourself enough to trust your decide, like trust your ability to make decisions, but also trust your ability to uh, pivot and move when those decisions are no longer valid or true. Right. Because people, this is the other caveat. Well, I picked that and it didn't work out. Now I got to start all over. Now I'm a failure. Now I suck. Maybe I don't need to be running the business. It's like, bro, you giving up way too easy. And I know for a fact, like, Many of us, what we grew through, what we've came from, like where we came from, the hurdles that we all had to overcome to even be in a privileged position right now to even be choosing to run a business, you got grit. You've dealt with way worse in your life and you have bounced back. Why do you think now in business you ain't got no buoyancy no more? Why do you think now in business like, oh, you can't bounce back. I ain't got the strength for this. As much as you've been through, this ain't nothing compared to maybe what you've already gone through in your life the traumas, like the sexual assaults that I hate saying it that many of us have experienced, the family upbringings that we came from, growing up without our daddies, growing up without our mamas, and you over here tripping over a decision in business? You've been through much worse, much worse. And I'm just saying that with love because I'm like, man, we built for this. I'm like, I'm getting like, uh, y'all getting a whole different type of Jerisha today. Like I'm coming at it hard. Like you are built for this. What? get out of here. And you over here, well, I don't know if my PDF is pretty enough. I'm scared to put myself out there. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. Like you put yourself out there every day of the week. All the single moms out there, you put yourself out there every day of the week. Everybody out there who's caregiving for their parents, you put yourself out there every day of the week. And guess what? You always figure it out. You might be post-dating checks, moving stuff around. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do, but you always come through for yourself. Always come through. What makes you think? You, why, why? makes you think it's any different? What makes you think now you're gonna slip up? Now you're gonna fall? You ain't never fallen a day in your life. And if you did fall, you got back up and you figured it out. I need y'all to bring that type of energy to your business. Like, you've been through so much, so much, and it's just like now, now you wanna be soft stepping. Now you don't know. Now you second guessing your ability to like maneuver. Nuh-uh, uh-uh, not today, not today. Okay, right, you better ask somebody if you forgot I need you to ask somebody. I don't even know all y'all personally, but I know some of y'all and I know, and I, I just know collectively based off of the data and the messed up statistics, you ain't supposed to be where you at right now. You not, like the odds have always been against many of us. We're not supposed to be at where we at right now. We ain't supposed to be in the new money crew. We ain't supposed to be able to have this extra money, be able to be making investments in our business. Like, we are not supposed to be here. But guess what we is? And guess what we are? So y'all better quit playing about, I don't know, I can't do this. I can't go live. What? You be lit in your house every day of the week. You can do this. Talking about, talking about, "I I ain't got nothing to bring to the table. You built the table. You forgot about that? The table your family eat on every day, that's because of you. Mm-mm, mm-mm. mm And then the, let me bring in God in this situation before I get off. And and we be forgetting our faith. Our faith be getting weak when we start doing stuff that God has called us to do. And that's where like we we gotta work on that. Like the I think the area that like many of us get tough with, we get like we start getting shaky, is when God starts answering the prayers that we never really believed that He would come through on. Like God start answering our bigger prayers. God starts giving us capacity to do things beyond what we thought we could do. Like, when God starts answering prayers, we start running away. Like, hold up, Lord. I know I prayed for this, but I wasn't ready. He's like, you've been ready. All these years, you've been struggling. That was over your season. That that was preseason, boo boo. You've been prepared. Like, you are ready for this. And it's like, we be trying to shy step in our business now. And it's like, now it's go time. Like, don't be second guessing God now. You didn't second guess him before. Like, uh uh-uh, God is here. Like, and I just need y'all to know that. Like, I'm about to get emotional because God, this is something I personally am struggling with right now. Struggling with. Because I'm like, God, you've already given me so much, so much, even when I didn't believe in you, even when I was second guessing you, even when I was doubting you, even when I was saying like, why aren't you here? God been looking out for me from day one. Even when I didn't believe in him, even when I wouldn't call him my father. And he's always protected me. And in this past two years, he's been answering my prayers beyond what I even had capacity. Like, he's been blessing me so much. And now here I am, like, no, God, I don't want no more. I can't handle this guy because it's too good. It's too good. It's too good. Like, I'm worthy of this. And like, all this self worth comes up and like feeling like you're deserving. And I'm reminding y'all because I have to remind myself because I am like right now, today, I am struggling with this and being able to receive the, like, the answers to all the prayers I've been like on my knees praying to God about. And many of times God is, is working through me, through my business. Right. A lot of the work that a lot of the way God answers my prayers is like through my students. Or like through you, you know, like through you guys watching this, through you guys sending me DMs, like a lot of my prayers get answered through the work I'm able to do. And it's overwhelming sometimes because it's like, I can't, I'm allowed to have all of this. Like you've already given me so much, God, like why do I, why am I deserving of more? And he's like, baby boo, this is just the beginning. I'm like, but God, (laughs) it's too much. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's not. Like, I need you to expand your capacity to receive. Like, babe, this ain't nothing. And a lot of the time, the reason why we're blocked in our ability to have more is because of us. We're putting up walls to, and we're giving God a smaller bucket to try to pour into. Like, we try, we keep trying to confine God's, uh, uh, like, how much He wants to give. And he's like, no. You thought you was about to buy the apartment, honey, you buying the building. I'm like, wait, what? You thought you was about to get the Uber ride. He's like, no, you're going to own the car. Like, oh, excuse me? Excuse Excuse me? Uh, me? I, I get to have that? He's like, yeah, you forgot who you was. And I know I would be I be forgetting, y'all. I be forgetting. Because I be forgetting that I am uh an, I'm a I'm a trust fund baby of the kingdom. Now I don't know if you be forgetting about that, but I be forgetting it sometimes. Like I forget like who I came from. He's like your parents on Earth, like those pe- those individuals. They they were they served their role to get you here. But don't ever forget who your father is. Don't ever forget what trust fund, what family you really belong to. Like and there's so much available to us guys, but like we have to work on receiving. Like we have to work on. You need to open up. Like let God bless you. Like you thinking like the, the, the devil blocking like many times we block in our own blessings because we don't know how to let it in. We don't know how to receive it. It feels too good. So we are out here tripping like uh uh-uh, this feels too good. Something wrong. Ain't nothing wrong. Like this is what life is supposed to be like. Like you are supposed to be having abundance financially. You are supposed to be having love, healthy love in abundance from your friends, from your, your spouse, from your partner. Like you are supposed to have abundance in excess of everything. You are, that's the way life is supposed to live. Like you're supposed to be happy more than you said, right? And we've been forgetting that because sometimes they may not have been our reality for so long and it's like, wait a minute, I don't even know how to navigate. Like you want me to have conscious conversations, God? I got to hold space for people? Like I'm allowed to have good girlfriends that aren't manipulative, that aren't trying to tear me down, but that just want to love on me? And like, that's what actual love look like? Like I'm allowed to have more money than what my bills require for me to have? Like I'm allowed to have excess? I'm allowed to learn and know how to manage my money responsibly. Like I'm allowed to have that. And it's like, yes, 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 yes. So I just know, I don't know about you, but I know for me, my business is really a gateway for me learning how to receive God's blessings and learning how to receive his love and 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 what all of what he wants from me. Like he's, I think God works through each of us very individually. Um, and very uniquely different. Um, but that's one way Like that's a definitely like a vehicle of communication that he has with me. And like, I know sometimes i be blocking my own blessings because I don't know how to receive more. Right. Like I'd be blocking my blessings from teammates, from clients that we have on for how much money we make. i be blocking my own blessings. I can't even blame that on the devil. That's me. And, you know, because I'm trying to work through how do I receive more? How do I maintain healthy relationships? Like, from my teammates to my, my, my friends. Like, so I'm just, we didn't got off on a tangent now, (laughs) right? Like, oh yeah. Sonny's like, you are not just allowed. You are assigned to have it all. Like we be forgetting, man. We be forgetting like our assignments. We be forgetting that sometimes. So I'm just encouraging you today. I'm encouraging myself. Like we need to remember what we came from and who we belong to and like what that actually means. Like there are, don't ever second guess the promises God has made for you. And and like, I encourage you to like this. And I just think again, it's symbolic with business. Like in business, you need to share the results that you're getting for your clients. Cause that's a form of testimony. Like you need to share the wins. You need to share what God is bringing you through and how he is using you to bring others through. Like you need to be bold about sharing those things in your business, on your live streams. This is why I say you gotta be vocal. Like your voice matters, because you just never know like who may need to hear that message and you're the, like, you're the prayer answered, but you gotta be obedient. Like when you be hearing, feeling those soft whispers when God's like, I need you to go do live. I need you to send this email. I need you to offer this as a service. I need you to build this business. You, you don't know how God might be working, but like you are now the answer to somebody else's prayer. And when you think about that responsibility, like when you choose to be a believer of God and you make that vocal, like I Jesus, I yes, I'm, I'm a Jesus girl all day, every day. But that comes with responsibility. It comes with obedience. Like and the more obedient you can be, like, don't don't be shy sharing your testimony. Don't be shy being transparent about where you're struggling. Because, I mean, yeah, this is, like, scary, you know, like, you know, I, I tell, I'll tell, i be crying on live stream, messing up my concealer, you know, being raw. But, like, I just, I know I'm doing a disservice if I don't, right? Like, it's uncomfortable for me to be, like, sitting here crying in the Panera parking lot. Like, you know, the person sitting next to me pulling up in the car looking in, like, what's going on? I'm like, you don't understand what's happening here. But I'm not about to be worried about what, I don't even, what Joe and Sally think of me right now. They don't know what's happening here. They don't know what's happening here, right? Like, this is a moment right now. This is a moment. Um, but I ain't worried about them or what they may think. But you got to be willing to be transparent and, like, be bold, be open, like, share. That's what I got, y'all. We didn't went off on a whole nother tangent. But that's what I had to say. That was, on, that was what was on my heart. That was what was on my heart. So, yeah. Whew! Lord have mercy. Give us grace, Lord, give us strength. Remind us of who we are. I'm gonna ask you guys, speak to every single one of us today in a way that we can understand. Don't just talk to us, God, talk to us in a way that we can understand. And I just, Lord, I ask for everybody who's listening to this, who's watching this, catching this in the replay, whoever gets this shared with, like that you give us our helper. Whoever it is that's supposed to help us get to the next phase so we can be obedient to what you've assigned us to do. Like, God, make it clear, make it plain who that helper is. And I also want to encourage us, like, Lord, like, continue to build up our faith. Like, I can't remember what scripture it is. Like, I believe, but help my disbelief. Like, we are here, Lord. We are working to be bold. Continue to help our disbelief. And that's just a prayer I got for you today. I got for us. And that's just for us but uh, I love y'all. I really do. I love you listening to this. I love you. Like, like for real, for real, like on a godly sister, godly brother type of level, like the love is real. Like I want to see you win. Uh, Cause the more of us that win, the more normal it becomes. Like, it's not like we're the lucky ones or like, oh, that's just that the one of us that made it out. Like the more of us that win, the more like, the more we can aspire to have more in life, like the more normal it becomes and and versus it like just one kid out of every generation making it out. Like, and we all got to be carrying a weight of the shoulders of every generation that came behind us. Like, it ain't got to be like that. So I love y'all. I'm wishing the best for y'all. Work on specifying what your service is, okay? Stop playing small. Stop staying in like the general pool. Like, I need y'all... We got, it's time, it is time, it is time. Like bring the heat, turn it up a notch. Like, yeah, it'll be uncomfortable. And this ain't your first time at the rodeo. You got this. That's all, yeah, like we gotta go hard. Like we gotta go, we gotta push it. We gotta push it. And like, it's August. We still got like a couple more months. Like let's finish 2020, I mean, like, do the work behind the work. Yes, yeah, uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, hard. But like that's what's required. Do what's required. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye, y'all. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you are ready to turn your side hustle selling services into a profitable online coaching or consulting business, visit JerishaHawk.com backslash workshop. Within just one hour of this free masterclass, yes, free 99, you will have a proven framework to convert not just better clients, but more clients who are willing to pay top dollar consistently. Visit drishahawk.com backslash workshop and I will see you there.